You're listening to the Mailbox Money Podcast with Cody Burton and Rebecca Scott. You know, TikTok, I love TikTok. I know you know this. I send you TikToks all the time, mm-hmm. even though I can't seem to get around to making one. <laughs> yeah. um, TikTok has decided, like, I am the core audience for this one creator that does, like, self-made as a myth and does all of these different, like, investors and celebrities and you know musicians and all this stuff and it's like no they're actually like they were rich before and all of this but like a bunch of them have been people who i would say are self-made and who you know have had some lucky breaks but who have also like surrounded themselves with the right people in order to get lucky you know i know we've talked about that before like I don't super believe in luck. You don't super believe in luck. I think you get lucky when you put yourself in the path of luck. And yeah, I just feel like I don't know why I got on that side of TikTok. But I just feel like there's this kind of pervasive myth that especially for like millennials, especially it seems like where I see it a lot Mm -hmm. is like, oh, we can't afford the house because, you know, boomers broke the housing market and when you were younger everything was cheaper and blah blah blah, which may be true Mm -hmm. right like i'm not saying the housing market hasn't gone up it obviously has but like i don't know i feel like there's a defeatist sort of mentality that's out there yep that really is just a lack of education have you seen that absolutely i was just googling i was doing a quick google of definition of self-made And it came up having become successful or rich by one's own efforts. And I think the key word in that is efforts. Yeah. Because one, you have to work really hard if you want to make it. Yeah. And making it with air quotes up looks different for everybody, as we know. However, you can do it literally Anybody can do it. Again, if I can do it, you can do it. And I say that genuinely for everybody. And you're going you're gonna to have to make sacrifices. There's no doubt about that. But I just feel like people aren't willing to make the proper sacrifices. And so instead of making sacrifices, like, oh, I can't do it. It's impossible. It's like, no, that's actually not true. For example, my dear friend, she could not afford a house here in Denver or even in the surrounding areas. However, she is young and set her mind to a goal of wanting to be an investor in real estate. Fantastic. So what she did is she moved in with a family who didn't charge her rent. And she lived there for years, saving a ton of money, saved up her money. And mind you, this family has kids. So she was having to babysit. She was cooking meals for them. She was living a lifestyle that a typical young 20 or mid 20s something wouldn't want to live right and we we should say with that one like it wasn't like she just got lucky and found some rich people to live with for free like she was working for her keep essentially exactly yeah exactly yeah paying in other ways yeah picking up carpool like all kinds of things right and so what she did is she saved up enough money and then decided to buy a primary residence that's about an hour away mm-hmm. from Denver. And it is not in a location that 20-somethings really want to buy in. No, it's not what you would call sexy. For no. Sure. Is it an adorable house? Has she made it cute? Has she made a ton of money on the appreciation and all that? 
Absolutely, she mm-hmm. has. But that is an example of making sacrifices in order to be self-made or in order to make it or in order to accomplish the goal that she wanted to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there is this mindset that we run into. And you know, this is true anytime you prioritize things differently than the people around you. Mm-hmm. You run into this kind of mindset of like needing to explain what you're doing away. Whereas like, oh, it was must be nice for you or, um, you know, you got lucky or yeah. something like that. Or, oh, it, that must have been so easy. Because people who aren't doing it, they don't want to look in the mirror and say, well, why am I not there? Why am I not doing that? Totally. And so I think I just see this culture and, you know, I don't want to sound like typical boomer, like stop eating avocado toast and you can buy a house. Okay, Dave Ramsey. (laughs) Yeah, rice and beans only. (laughs) Um, But, you know, to do the opposite and say, like, you don't have to make any sacrifices to do this is also like not honest right right like we've both make made sacrifices most of the investors we work with aren't from money yeah you know we recorded a podcast with jen this morning who single mom raising her kids on her own has kind of worked her way up to this yeah that wasn't easy for her and so i think with this whole idea of like whether it's you take the oh boomers broke the housing market or you take this like nobody is self-made mindset like they're it's just explaining away other people's success so you don't have to look in the mirror and say why am I not doing it absolutely and you know luck can be created that's what I believe just because I don't really believe in luck Mm -hmm. I think it can be created you surround yourself with people who are uplifting and people who have maybe walked the path that you're trying to do or who are smarter than you like you know when people always talk about being the dumbest person in the room I fully believe that oh a hundred percent you want to be successful put more successful people in your sphere absolutely and that's how you make it happen it's all about changing your mindset. I know we've talked about this quite a bit, but it's all about changing that mindset and then make actually acting on it. Mm-hmm. Right. So getting people who are super successful, um, be friends with them or be a mentor, ask to be a mentee from them or um, just ask them questions, you know, and just continue to pursue people around you, continue to pursue a, um, a career that maybe pays for the opportunity for you to get involved with the right people or the right job in order for you to make enough money and you know whatever it is you have to make it happen yep yeah and you're right you know we've mentioned this in multiple podcasts before but I think it is the most important thing before anything else you have to be in the right mindset put yourself around the right people that are going to challenge you, that are smarter than you, that have something to teach you that you want to learn. That's how you make your way to success. And so, you know, maybe some people would look at that and say like, oh, they're not self-made because all of these people around them helped them out. Yeah. Well, guess what? They put themselves in those people's aura. Totally. They put themselves in the way of those people's journeys and they got pushed along with it. Absolutely. I think that's the definition of being self-made. Absolutely. And I'm not even saying you have to surround yourself with real estate investors. 
I'm saying maybe that's not your goal or your dream. Maybe your dream is to change the world by helping kids graduate high school or whatever the case may be, right? Great. Surround yourself with amazing educators, somebody, Mm -hmm. people who are going to uplift you and encourage you and challenge you in all the right ways. And then you will be successful in your reaching your goal. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, as hard as it is, you have to do the opposite, too. Not only do you have to bring those people into your circle, you have to cut out the people that are going to hold you back. Absolutely. Because there are so many people that if you start on a path like this, especially like, you know, our friend that's moving way out. I mean, I'm sure she had friends. I know when we've made moves, we've had friends that have said, oh, you don't want to live out there. Oh, no, you need to you know, stay here where the rent is twice as expensive and you definitely can't buy anything, but you can barely afford to live here. Yeah. And you need to get rid of those people that just don't get it. Totally. Um, As hard as that is, you know, it's hard to say goodbye to friendships. It's hard to look in the mirror and say, these people aren't helping to get me where I want to go. And those aren't the people that I need around. And it's hard to outgrow people. Mm. You know, because so many times we have people just holding us back and we don't even realize it. And so once we get to a point where we outgrow it, maybe we feel guilt around that. Or Mm -hmm. maybe we maybe we subconsciously want to hold on to that old self, that past self, because that's safe and that's what we know. Um, But letting go of those and it doesn't have to be some dramatic exit, but just realizing that relationship no longer serves me and I have to, in order to move forward fully, I need to kind of not give that any time or energy or effort anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. And that is hard. And I think it's it's harder when, you know, it's it's hard to say goodbye to friends. It's hard to mm-hmm. get people out of your circle generally. Yeah. But I think that is the hardest. It's not when you realize, okay, maybe this is not the person I thought they were. Maybe this person is holding on to different goals or they're toxic but to realize like you were at the same place with somebody else and then you have grown into a different perspective into a larger person and they have kind of stayed is a really tough place and I know I'm guilty of trying to pull those people up with me you know it's it's the I mean it's the natural inclination right like you want people to get pulled up with you, but that's not a, how growth works. Like sometimes well, it is. I but. was going to say, and maybe that's part of it, right? Maybe you are kind of outgrowing somebody, but you're trying to pull somebody mm-hmm. with you. And maybe they're like, absolutely. And they are still pushing you, right? Yeah. Then um, those are the right people to have. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, But you can't have the people that are fighting you every step of the way and, you know, just challenging you in the wrong ways and and not being an encouragement and trying to bring you down. And it's interesting that it can look like what that can look like, Mm -hmm. because maybe it just starts with a couple of lies or maybe it starts with, um, you know, talking crap behind your back or whatever it is. Right. It could be so petty and so silly, but that kind of rebellion, because people know when you start outgrowing people. Mm-hmm. And they so feel it, yeah. they absolutely can. And so then they start cutting you down at your knees. And you have to really pay attention when you're on your come up. Who is doing that to you? That's a good analogy. I like the image that that gets. Somebody, as you're growing, cutting you down to keep you smaller. Exactly. Yeah. 
those are the and when, I mean and those are the people we're talking about at the end of the day. The yeah. people that are saying like nobody's self-made, everybody that has anything has done it cuz they've had a help and a hand up and you know how depending on how you want to define that, sure that's true if you want to say every little thing, right? Like a lot of our clients have more wealth than mm-hmm. they would have if we hadn't helped them to buy the places they bought. Absolutely. But I'm not going to sit there and say like all of the sacrifices and the hard work you made to save up that down payment and all of the nights that you, you know, skipped out on and extra work you picked up. Yeah. Oh, you're not self-made because I helped you. No. Exactly. And even, you know, you see people and maybe they're really high income earners Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh my gosh, well, it's so much easier for them because they make so much money. They're still making sacrifices. Absolutely. Whether that's family time or, you know, a life or their morals have been stripped away from them or, you know, they're miserable working all these hours. Like there are so many things that are they are still sacrificing. And my dad raised me. I think this is hilarious. My dad raised me with the motto of rules are just suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) That shocks me. Yeah, I know. Right. (laughs) Um, Rules are just suggestions. And if you are willing to suffer the consequence, you're willing to break the rules. Mm. And so I'm kind of thinking like that in this, where if you are willing to make the sacrifice, then you you can make it happen, right? But you have to be willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah, great, greater sacrifice, greater reward, right? right? And that's like, you know, we've definitely dealt with um, the kind of must be nice people. Yeah. Especially lately. Um, we've seen the, you know, as we've outgrown people, um, we've seen people start to be like, oh, well, you know, must be nice that, you know, you guys can afford to buy so frequently or must be nice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, But interestingly, it's not, A, it's come from people who don't work nearly as much as we do. You know, like my schedule all over the place is real estate. Like you say, we're always working and we're never working and it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, Michael, the shortest day he works is like 12 hours. Right. His average day is like 14 plus hours. Yeah. And so A, the must be nice people, they're not working that much. And B, interestingly, we had some friends we had to let go Mm. that were also high income earners made pretty close to what we make, Mm -hmm. but were must be nice people Mm. when every time we would buy a new investment, they were out buying, you know, a brand new Escalade Mm. or they have a, I don't, I don't even remember a 7,000 square foot house. Wow. Um, on several acres. You know, it's a multi-million dollar home. Yeah. And they're looking at us like, oh, must be nice to be able to afford, you know, another quad this year. It's like, well, yeah, because our house is like a quarter of the size of yours right. and in an older neighborhood. And that's just not something we've chosen to put our money into because we're prioritizing investing because we don't want to work until we die. Right. And money is just energy. So yeah. it's... If you want to put your energy into a multi-million dollar mansion and acreage and all that, great, do that. But that's a sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. So if that is the sacrifice that you make, so you they cannot buy a quad every year, a quarter, whatever it is, right? right? Um, and I'm not saying that living in a mansion is a sacrifice, but I'm saying 
that's what they've decided to put their energy and their money towards. It's not the investment side. Right. It's a change of priorities. Yeah. And sounds ridiculous. This house had an 11 car garage that they had 11 cars in. What? <laughs> and so... I don't get it. There are seven days a week. You want to drive a different car every day, you still have extras. And so it's just, you know, it's that same kind of thing, even though, you know, like, obviously money doesn't make you a better person. Of course not. Very frequently, I've seen that that's not true. Right. But it's just a difference in priority. You know, we choose to invest in appreciating assets Mm -hmm. and they chose to invest in depreciating ones. And so, you know, even if you're making a lot, yeah, if you have 11 things that are losing money every day, it's easy to say must be nice. Absolutely. And that's the thing. There there are sacrifices with every single decision that you make. Mm -hmm. You know, every single yes, every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to everything else. Absolutely. And every time you say no to something, that means you're saying yes to the opposite. You know, so every yes is a no and every no is a yes. It just Mm -hmm. depends on which direction you want to go. Yep. And that's true at no matter what, income level you are yeah. no matter what group of friends you have no yep. matter whether your goal is to be you know a super rich real estate investor or the greatest educator who has helped thousands of kids get into college who never would have otherwise like doesn't matter what your goals are every single yes is a no to something else absolutely so it is very very important to take note of who is celebrating you when you succeed and who is not Mm -hmm. and who is there when things go wrong absolutely it's not just about the wins it's when you get knocked down it's who is saying yeah I told you so Mm -hmm. and who is saying like good for you you tried it let's get up and try it again great point I love that because that is, it's really easy to say I told you you shouldn't have taken that risk you silly goose (laughs) I mean What is life without a few risks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And sometimes they don't work. You know, that's the thing. Like, you're going to make investments that don't work. Yeah. I bought a bunch of Ethereum that's gone down like 80%. That's an investment that did not work. Been there, done that. (laughs) But, you know, it. and even with something like that, which is kind of a silly example because it wasn't that much money, but like the people that are there to say like, oh, yeah, you know, this and this and this and like... Mm -hmm let's make a different plan and not the people who are like, yeah, I told you all crypto is a terrible investment and like you should just put your money into a savings account because that's safe. Like those are not the people you want to be listening to. Yeah. And I would also argue until it's blue in the face that putting your money into a savings account is safe because it's not. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. We'll have to delve into that on another episode because... Once you get the math of it, it's kind of crazy that it's called a savings account at all. Yeah, it's called it's a losing account. <laughs> it is not a savings We're account. Going into it right now. It is a Let's losing <laughs> account. Um, and I will win this conversation. <laughs> Anybody who wants to take me up on it, happy to go into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it it matters so much who you're around, and that's why we've harped on this multiple times. I mean, yeah. we have like. 15 episodes out now I think at this point maybe not even that depending on what order these come out in Mm -hmm. but we've already talked about mindset a couple times and it's because it is so important you want to be successful start with the right mindset put the right people around you that are in your sphere 
success will come. Absolutely. And especially with these programs, that loan programs that are out right now, if, you know, being a real estate investor truly is your dream, you can get into a house for essentially no money down. Mm -hmm. And if you can't afford the monthly payment, you get a roommate. Yeah. Right. It's again, the sacrifice that maybe, maybe you're in your thirties and you don't want to do that or it's embarrassing or shameful or whatever the case may be. Or it's in like that neighborhood. Right. If it's in that neighborhood, I used to live in that neighborhood. I, me too. Oh yeah. I left an extremely desirable area, a condo downtown, in order to go to that neighborhood, mm-hmm. a 600 square foot house in that neighborhood. You know, we used to play gunshots or fireworks every night. Played that. Yep. It's not a fun game, but guess what? It got me to where I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you and I both, right? Like our investments in Jacksonville paid off tremendously for us. Right. And they kicked off this snowball mm-hmm. of investing for us. And it's part of why we've doubled down so hard in real estate because we've seen it work. Yeah. And we got very lucky to say we saw it work in a short amount of time because the neighborhood really blew up. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like that when we moved there. You know, I when Michael and I moved in together, I remember my mom being like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to live there? Oh, yeah. Are you, I, don't, I don't know that you should live in that neighborhood. Totally. And it was very nicely called up and coming, but it had been called up and coming for like 20 plus years. And... It was up and coming from way, <laughs> way down low. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was up and coming from, there were quite a few condemned houses in the neighborhood. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to make that sacrifice. You have to, if you want to get into investing, and especially if you want to get started and you don't make piles of money, which we didn't when we started, you didn't, yeah. I know. God, no. And so... We had to move into those neighborhoods that were like, mm, maybe not the best. Or you have friends that maybe are like, well, you should come to my place for dinner, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there, you know, to just act like the people who have, you know, made it. And I'm using quotes there because totally like, I haven't made it either. Right. I mean, I truly don't believe that I've made it compared. Some people may think that I've made it, but I don't think I've made it. No. Way more people probably know that I have not made it. <laughs> but yeah, just to to try to pull down those who have made it. And I'm definitely not talking about us here. But you know, the people that you look to when you think of success. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, in TV, like Oprah, or in business, like Bezos, or Musk, or whoever, sure, you know, to downplay the work that they've put in and the sacrifices they've made, not only does a disservice to that work, it does a disservice to you too, because now you're saying the reason that I can't be like them is because they had XYZ and I don't. Right. And, you know, a good leader or a good boss, what they'll do is they'll hire people around, they'll hire the best people around them, right? They find their weaknesses and they hire in order to make up for that. Mm-hmm. Right. So 100%. I think that's a good example of one surrounding yourself with good people, but also that's how you self make it. Like that's how you make it yourself. Mm-hmm. You get people who balance you and who can pick you up when in the areas that you're not good at and kind of fill in those gaps. And, you know, some people may say, well, I did that work even though I worked under you. And it's like, well, that person, that leader, that boss, they hired all these great people. Mm -hmm. So 
that says everything you need to know about them. Exactly. And you know, I'm reading um, Good to Great right now. I don't know if you've read that book. No, but it's actually on my list, is though. It? Yeah. It's, so it's funny. This year, my goal has been to read um, a book a week. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty close to it right now. Amazing. But so far, four of the books I've read this year have referenced Good to Great, mm-hmm. which is why it kind of popped up a little higher on my list. So I'm reading that right now. But that's one of the principles of the book is you get the right people on the bus before you even totally figure out where the bus is going. Yeah. And so all these companies that took a turn from being, you know, mediocre, very average to being these big, great companies with these huge returns and high profits and all of this, that was one of the very first steps was these CEOs um, brought in the right people around them to make up for where they lacked. Mm. And if that's true in business, I would argue all day long that's true in a personal life as well. Absolutely. And finding the right person, like the right spot on the bus, mm-hmm. right? So each person has a certain seat in the bus. And again, it's it's not just business. It's also personal, mm-hmm. right? There are some friends that you can kind of put in buckets of, hey, you're a really fun friend, but that's kind of it. And we can go out and have fun together and grab happy hour and have and laugh for two hours. And But I'm never going to rely on you. Yeah, you're for, not my inner circle. You're not my inner circle. And if I am in trouble, like my relationship's struggling or I'm depressed or whatever the case may be, I'm not going to go to that friend. That's yep. my fun friend. Absolutely. I have other friends that are phenomenal. Maybe they're not as fun, but they are trustworthy and I can rely on them or get wisdom from them or whatever the case may be. So finding those people that take the right seat on the bus as well Mm -hmm. is important. And it's funny. That's where you went with that being that you haven't read the book. Cause I I know all about it that I'm in now. I think that's where they're going. Okay. Like I, so I just got, I'm not that far in the book. I just got through the, like get the right people on the bus. Yeah. And I think the next chapter that's going to be kind of the, takeaway from it it is and i mean from a business standpoint because we actually talk about it a lot um and there are so many people that are cultural leaders or just leaders in general that are in roles that don't really make sense for them they're in the wrong seat Mm -hmm. of the bus and so it's like well let's keep those phenomenal people and just move them to a different part of the company yep right and so that's kind of what not to spoil it but i know (laughs) i know that that's where it's going because i actually know a lot about this book without reading it but whatever gotcha yeah but and you know it's you're exactly right it's true in business it's true in personal life you you have to have your fun friends having nobody's arguing against having fun right but maybe those aren't the people that you take advice from and maybe those aren't the people that push you to invest your money and grow and be bigger yeah and that's fine like Mm -hmm. having peripheral people is a part of life yeah they don't have to make up your closest inner circle that's trying to push you to the next level totally i think that kind of wraps it up this one um was a bit off the cuff uh it started with that tiktok that i watched (laughs) hey just like they say every good podcast starts with a tiktok nobody says that But I hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you did find it more informative than your average TikTok, why don't you go ahead and subscribe? Um, We are on Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias. We love to interact with the people that are listening. Uh, Drop us a DM on Instagram or you can email us at mailboxmoneypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to get some suggestions on new episodes or uh, just feedback on how you're enjoying the podcast. 
And if you want to work with us, our emails and all our contact info is on Instagram. So until next week, bye-bye. Bye.